0: Hey, welcome to our Monday edition of Bible News Radio. I am your sweet and lovable host. Yeah, I am, Stacy Lynn Harp. And you are hearing the song Freedom by Michael W. Smith from many years ago. And I have to tell you that there's a reason I chose this song for today, people. You know what it is? It's because as a Christian, our freedoms are being threatened. Yeah, they are. And I'm not trying to be a fear monger, and I know that some people out there probably think I am, and I'm not, but whatever. So what we're going to do today is we are going to talk about a couple of things. Number one, we're going to talk about how shameful to me personally it is that some Christians at a Christian university that I actually took a class at walked out on Vice President Pence seriously. I mean, seriously, this is a Christian school. We should know better than that, right? This was a biblical Christian school, I I might add. I went there, just so you know. Also, I'm going to ask you a question. This is the title of an article. Will the Supreme Court agree that Christian students should be forced to cite Islamic conversion prayer in school? Can you even believe that this is going before the Supreme Court of America. I mean, seriously. Also, there's a homosexual Democratic candidate who is comparing Christians to Islamic extremists. And he calls Pence fanatical. Okay, so... Those are a couple of stories we're going to talk about. We're also going to talk about how today it's National Rescue uh, Dog Day. I don't know about you, but I have two dogs of my own. I've had a couple previous dogs that we rescued. Puppies are good things, people. Yeah, they are. I I don't know. Are are you hearing static, Randall? Because I'm hearing some static. Mm -hmm. And then you guys have all been waiting for it yes you have you have been waiting for a year for me to unveil the brand new cover of my book pickleball faith which is going to be soon hitting well you'll be able to buy it from me directly so you know (laughs) or get it on amazon at some point soon turn
1: down the channels you aren't using hopefully
0: all right okay this is it
1: well nine and ten you're not using so.
0: so do i uh you guys um Hello, Bob. Hello, people. Do I sound staticky to you guys? This is why I don't like. Uh...
1: Yeah, a little bit.
0: Yeah, must um... be a short in the cord. <clears throat> but hey, you know when you're using a target microphone, right? <laughs> target. Just oh. kidding. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Hold so. On a second. Okay. Go for it. You... Okay. Well, as you are doing what you're doing, as barefaces is doing stuff, I'll say hi to people. Hi, people. <laughs> Uh it's One of the fun parts about doing this show is that you know stuff happens you know that's what live streamers do okay just put a put on one you know if uh you can hear if you're starting to hear me better of course you have your headset on so um I don't know if there's a shortened cord All right let me say hi to you guys I don't know like,
1: my static doubt as well ouch, I can read I don't know if it's just the our monitor or...
0: <clears throat> well, let me turn on the phone then so then I, can hear, I can hear us and see if we sound staticky.
1: You sound all right now.
0: Okay. I can hear us and see if we sound staticky. You sound all right now. Okay. Hmm. Do you I sound staticky?
1: Not at the moment, no. No? Hmm.
0: Do I sound staticky? See, you can see how far the delay is. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to turn down the volume now because I can't hear this. But anyway, all right, there we go. All right, so hello, people. So, hey, I don't know about you, but really, can you go somewhere else and do that? Can you hear him making all that noise? Thank you. Okay, all right. Now that our doggie has stopped scratching himself, let me say hi to John. I haven't seen John in there in a while. There's John and Mia. Mia! Mia, Mia, you need to talk, girl. I want to talk to you. I want to find out how stuff's going with you. Okay. And Bob, who's talking about Walmart and Target, because I made that comment. Melanie! Jeannie! Whoever else is out there. (laughs) Uh, I've had a busy day. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So, here's the thing. Okay, you guys. This is going to be fun. I am going to reveal. Hi, Diane. And it's Diane. All right. So, I've been working on my book, Pickleball Faith, now for a while. Here's the truth. Okay. Let's just say this. Okay. I wrote most of this book in like a week. Okay. Okay. But then I had to set it aside because I got uninspired and there's some things that happened, blah, blah. And then I hired Jay to work on the cover for me and it took a while to do that because his mom was dying at the time. And so things really got pushed back, okay? But today, Bareface and me, we finished our cover to this book. And you're going to, I don't know if you're going to love it. You're going to, I showed you covers. Don't put it up. Oh, yeah, you're, there's, Okay. I showed you guys covers, like, a couple days ago, but are you guys, are you excited about this? Only two people have seen the cover so far, me and Bareface and Jennifer, and I did send it one other person who hasn't seen it yet, so you're going to see it before they do. But, okay, so here's the thing, put a five if you're looking forward to this book. Yeah, go ahead. I hope I see lots of fives. Uh Anyway, so a lot of things have happened. I still got to finish this book, depending on, uh, you know, depending on how things happen. You know, this may be out by then the next month in June or very early July, depending on certain things. All right, you guys are excited, right? Okay, now let me tell you something. This book is not just for pickleball players. It's not. It's actually a relationship book, and you're going to learn a lot about it, even if you don't play pickleball. But, all right, here you go. Ready? This is it. Okay. Is, and you're going to laugh. Some of you are going to laugh when you see this. All right. So here's the thing. Jay Mackey actually helped develop the, the pickleball faith logo that you'll see And Bearface and me put together the background on the, um, on the actual book cover. So you're going to lo- let, well, I love it. It took a while. We went we went back and forth between colors and stuff, but here it is people. Yeah, there it is. What do you think? Huh? Is it us or what? All right, so here is the um, the the brand-new cover. Is there any way you can make it bigger in there? I don't know, It kind of looks blurry there, but well, I, I guess it looks good I there.
1: turn it sideways and then...
0: Oh, okay. So there it is. Okay, so, um, yeah, Ramble plays pickleball. So here's the thing. Now, there's a couple of reasons we did this the way that we did. Because the, the court wasn't working for me. It it just wasn't working. It it didn't work. Because there's too many lines. But I also wanted this to be branded with my Bible News Radio colors. <clears throat> so here's the thing. You got the pink and you got the purple, which are really our colors. But we have the green pickleball. And the middle is more masculine. You know, because you got the guy pickleball player. But I wanted it also to be feminine. You know. <laughs> I wanted it to be feminine because I'm a girl. And a lot of girls play this game. So, yeah, and and so it it took me it it took a while for me for the guy in the middle to grow on me, to be honest. But I have to tell you that it has grown on me. The more I look at it, the better. But what Randall did that really made this um, really pop and stand out to me is in the ball. There, he put the the pink and the purple inside the ball, so that this actually looks like you're seeing in the ball itself, right there. And it really ties it in, because before it was just, like, the white circles, you know, and all that. Um, See the color? Yeah. Yeah, you see the colors through the holes. That's exactly what, that's kind of the goal right there. That actually tied it in. So Randall actually did that. And, of course, then my subtitle, Inspiration On and Off the Court. I I, I took the word kitchen out of the subtitle, because you guys, if you're not a pickleball player, you don't understand, like, that, I don't know. You want to put it back to the regular side, right side up. I don't know. Why did you do it that way? To make little, it bigger? Yeah, to make it bigger. Okay. The yeah. The um, so, aspect ratio. So, a, so it's different. It is different. We, you know, stuff. But, uh, but you know what? I love it. I think it's great. You want to, you want to share a part of your inspiration, bareface for uh, doing it, you know? Some people are saying it's kind of creepy. <laughs> Whatever. Creepy. <laughs> yeah. My inspiration if, was if, that
1: it was looking too plain.
0: Yeah, it was.
1: It's, I said, let's put yeah. some you know, two-tone color on there. And my original idea was like half purple, half white. And, yeah, um, it
0: wasn't. It wasn't. There we go. That's better.
1: And uh, I thought it would look good. <laughs> but then, anyway. I threw a... A couple dozen things. <laughs> we went That's through Dacey a lot. Lynn. So what do you think of this? What do you think of this? What do you think of that? And then...
0: And he said, this is why it's taking forever for this thing to yeah. get done. And I was going to do pink and black, but then I was talking to Jennifer. and She's like, why don't you do purple? And I was like, yeah, I could do purple. Because it was going to be more purple. And then we threw the pink in there. I was like, well, I don't know. So go ahead. Throw it back up. So so here's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be putting up a, uh, a pre-sale page... For you guys to buy it okay um, you want to put it back the normal way yeah that'd be good um, so so um, i will try to have that up by tomorrow um, or sometime this week for sure um, and then you can put in a pre-order for the book um, i am going to get them printed up so it will be actual book um, we i will offer a kindle version as well uh, but for for now pre-order so i'm going to go ahead and put that in uh, probably twenty dollars, just because they're going to be shipped to me, and I'm going to have to ship it to you guys. So, and it is right now going to be approximately a hundred and twenty-five pages, or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, and and I think I really think that um, I think you'll get a lot out of it. So far, everybody that has pre-read the book for me has really liked it. Uh, I've gotten some good critical feedback, so it's not like I haven't gotten some critical feedback because I have. Um <laughs> I like good background bareface. Uh yeah, it looks it looks cool. See, it's growing on you, isn't it? Just looking at it right now, you're like, yeah. And it's a noticeable book and it's gonna look super good with a glossy cover with those colors on it. I'm I'm excited about it. So I have enough people yelling at me behind the scenes saying, Get your book done. You need to get it done, people. So now the cover is done. Yeah, it is. So there you go. And of course I'm gonna I I still got to do the back and put my picture and all that stuff on there, but I'm excited. Did you include the rules and strategy of playing pickleball? Nope, I didn't, actually. That's not what this book is about. This book is about inspiration on and off the court. It has nothing to do with how to play. Well, it does, but (laughs) it does have to do with how to play the game, but not literally how to play the game. You know, there's, there's no rules. I probably will add it, though as an appendix or something, I'll say, if you want to play pickleball, then go here, here and here and watch a video or whatever. It's not an instruction manual. In fact, every other book out there on pickleball that if you go to Amazon, you look at them, that's all they are. They're all about how to literally play the game. This is about relationships and how to get along with people, how to um, learn how to treat people, you know, and some inspirational stories, which I've actually shared a number of them already on, this, on the show. If you listen to me, you've heard already some of this book. Just so you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. So anyway, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. And it's going to be one of these things. I'm going to be looking at the cover for a while. And I'm going to be going, I can't believe I did that. You know? How cool is that? So anyway, so Randall, are you happy about it? Are you happy that it's coming to fruition? Are you? Huh? Are you yeah,
1: especially if I don't have to uh, come up with any more cover designs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you've narration. read the book. Well, you've read it. You've you've heard me read it to I'm, you. Well, not so,
1: not in entirety, no. Well,
0: okay, but what you have heard, what how would you say it's, you know, what would what would you say is, is can a, can a non pickleball player pl- read it and get something out of it? Oh, definitely. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's it's not really it's it's within the context of pickleball, right? But the inspiration on and off the court is could almost happen anywhere. Yes. It didn't, but
0: Well, it's but it really doesn't. inspiring actually. Mm. Yep. This it's stories about God and relationships. So there you go. People. All right, who's the better pickleballer? You or Randall? Well, that's a no brainer. Me. I I am. <laughs> First of all, i played tennis my whole life. Second of all, I've actually won a tournament, okay? Just so you know. And, um, and third of all, uh, I play more than Randall. And fourth of all, Bearface would even admit I am better than him, right, Bearface?
1: Uh, yes, dear.
0: <laughs> He's improved a lot, though. I, yeah. I can say that. He has actually improved quite a bit. So there you have it. Okay, all right. Let's get to some other important info okay Um, let's talk about these students at Taylor University who decided to walk out on our vice president now let me tell you something many years ago when I was in college and I went to college for a long time um, I actually took a course at Taylor University which is uh, in Indiana I believe correspondence Um, right yeah it was a correspondence course It was online, and it was actually a course on the cults. That's actually what the course was. It was called Introduction to Cults. Are you eating?
1: Of course I am.
0: You're just making noise. Okay. Um, Anyway, it was the Introduction to to Cults class that I took through Taylor University when I was finishing up my bachelor's degree. And so this is a Christian school with a biblical foundation. It's it's a conservative, I believe, and... um, and students who go to this college, I would hope, would be by and large conservative Christians that actually go to a conservative Christian college, right? I mean, that's, that's what I would hope anyway. So it was reported over the weekend, in case you didn't see this, that uh, some people, some students, walked out right before uh, Vice President Pence ...gave his commencement speech. So here's how this is being reported over on DailyWire.com. On Saturday, at the commencement for Indiana, Indiana's Taylor University... ...one of America's oldest evangelical Christian colleges... ...dozens of students walked out as Vice President Mike Pence was about to speak. As a music professor led the audience in singing Be Thou My Vision... ...which is one of Bearface's favorite songs... <laughs> The students walked out of the Kessler Students Activity Center. The remaining students responded to the introduction of Pence with a standing ovation, although, according to the Daily Mail, many more wore stickers on their caps saying, We are tailored, too, to protest against the Trump administration. The Indy Star reported that during his speech, Pence stated... If what you've seen and heard and learned in this place has also taken hold in your hearts, I want to encourage you to go from here and live it out and share it and put feet on your faith as you carry and minister over the course of your lives, because America needs men and women of integrity and faith now more than ever. Amen. You know, the truth is that we live in a time when religious belief is under assault. We've seen unspeakable acts of violence against religious communities, synagogues in Pennsylvania and California, mosques in New Zealand, churches in Sri Lanka, and three historically black churches burned to the ground in Louisiana. And on a much lesser scale, but more prevalent, we see a change in our culture as well. You know, throughout most of American history, (laughs) it's been pretty easy to call yourself a Christian, but things are different now. Lately, it's become acceptable, even fashionable, to malign traditional Christian beliefs. So as you prepare to leave this place and build your life on the Christ-centered world, engaging foundation poured here at Taylor University, be prepared to stand up and know also that freedom of religion is enshrined not just in the Constitution, but in the hearts of every American. And I promise you, we will always stand up for the freedom of religion and for the right of every American to live, to learn, to worship according to the dictates of your conscience. That's a promise that Pence said. Some critics told Indy Star prior to the graduation day that they would not be opposed to the one-term Indiana governor, governor speaking at the school under different circumstances. Many stressed that their opposition had nothing to do with Pence being a Christian per se. Rather, they said it was the university's lack of faculty or student input, concerns that his presence endorses a specific political or religious view or the matter of Pence's affiliation with President Donald Trump, who some say doesn't represent the Christian values central to the university's mission. To which I would say, and I'd step back here and just urge you to think about this, when President Barack Hussein Obama Obama, and President Bill Clinton were in office, and they they had their religious views, and they went and they did commencement speeches and stuff, did anybody gripe and complain about how they represented their faith? Hmm? Did they? Just think about it. I can tell you, no, nobody griped and complained about it. Well, no,
1: because it was a more acceptable version <laughs> of Christianity. Right.
0: And so it's very sad, but at the same time, not really shocking. Anyway, uh, Taylor University was founded in 1846. Roughly 2,600 students attend the university in 2006, the university was struck with tragedy when a bandload of Taylor students and Creative Dining Services staff, staff members was hit by a semi-trailer rig. Four students and a CDS staff member were killed and multiple others sustained serious injuries. I'm not sure why they included that last part. It was kind of depressing in the article, but anyway. Um, but this does show you kind of the hostility, you know, uh, towards... Trump, you know, it was funny. I was talking to uh, one of my friends at pickleball this morning when I was playing, and had a lot of time between games today. It was pretty packed, um, and I was just telling them. I was telling them, hey, you know, all I gotta do is put the word Trump in a show title, and I have Trump lovers come in, Trump haters come in, even if I don't even talk about Trump. You know, just <laughs> like whatever. Um, it's 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 sad. It's really, really sad. Now, the other thing is that's really sad is there's another article over here on um, the CBNnews.com website titled Gay Dem, as in Democrat, candidate. Um, I'm not sure how to say this guy's name. Is it Buddy Geek? Bitty Buddy Gog? Buddy Geeky? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we could call him Butt for short uh compares christian (laughs) christians to islamic extremists and calls pence fanatical so uh yeah so i don't know how to say that guy's name do you know how to say it
1: um no i don't
0: i should say it with confidence though that's what i was taught in broadcasting school
1: I don't know. I never
0: went to broadcasting school, but I remember somebody saying, just say it with confidence. Nobody will know it's said wrong. I'm like, yeah, lots of people will, but whatever. Anyway, so Democratic presidential hopeful and South Bend mayor Pete Buddy Geig, or however you say this guy's name, is taking his attacks on Christianity up a notch, comparing Christians to radical Muslims.
1: You better be careful. Radical Muslims might get upset.
0: Yeah. The Daily Wire reports that this guy made the comments during a radio interview Friday with Hugh Hewitt, who I've actually met before. During the interview, Hewitt asked this guy about the threat of Islamic extremism. Do you find Iranians' variant of Shia extremism to be more dangerous to the world than the Sunni variant that we see in the Taliban, perhaps in Hamas, and some of the more radical elements of Wahhabism? Hewitt asked, as only Hugh Hewitt could. (laughs) Well, you know, not unlike Christianity, when it is motivating someone to do something extreme, this guy responded, it can have a thousand different flavors. Meanwhile, I'm just going to call the guy butt, okay, just because that's part of his name. I don't know how to say it, so don't be mad at me. Mr. B. Okay, Mr. B. We'll do that, okay. Mr. B says he's a Christian, but he's been touting his homosexuality and his marriage to a man named Chasten Glesman, As a campaign issue, lashing out repeatedly at Vice President Mike Pence over his conservative Christian views. On the campaign trail, Mr. B has blasted Pence's cultural and religious conservativism. Appearing on the Stephen Colbert show last month, Mr. B said of Pence, He's nice. If he were here, you'd think he's a nice guy to your face, but he's also fanatical. Hey, just so you know, I'm fanatical. Hey, a one if you're fanatical too hey because i hope you are please be, please be fanatical you should be fanatical if you're if you're a christian you should totally be like radically fanatical in my opinion of course somebody wants to find being a fanatic as something or or, or someone who does more than somebody else which you know anyway he lashed out at the vice president for his biblical views on sexuality. Of course he did. If it was a choice, Mr. B said of being same-sex attracted, it was a choice made way above my pay grade. He added what he doesn't realize is that he's he that his quarrel is with my creator. Meanwhile, Pence told CNBC that Mr. B knows better than to say things that are critical of my Christian faith and about me personally, adding that the pair had a great working relationship during their time in Indiana politics when Pence was governor. So, but here's the thing. Here's the lie. Can you see the lie that Mr. B said? Let's, let's, let's discern good and evil. That's what mature believers do, right? Okay. So the discerning of good and evil is the point that Mr but Giger, however you say this guy's name, is Mr. Greg, um, is that he is claiming that his creator made him gay. That's a lie straight from the pit of hell, because God does not create gay people, just so you know.
1: They don't exist?
0: Nope. And it's also... Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of really smacking the Lord in the face, calling him a liar, which God cannot lie. If you read the Bible, that's what it says. God cannot lie. So don't be calling God a liar, right? I mean, just saying, Jesus doesn't lie. God the Father, the Holy Spirit, they don't lie. In fact, they kill liars, if you actually read the Bible. Remember Ananias and Sapphira? They both lied. And you know what happened to them? They were dead on the spot. Just saying. Um... And why did the Lord allow them to die on the spot? As an example to us, not to lie. But anyway, um, yeah, I know that God of love. How dare he? Well, see, here's the thing. The problem is God is not just the God of love. He's the God of justice. And and people don't want to look at that part. And that's sad because, um, you know, because it's, it's just sad. Anyway, so what are your thoughts? Bareface?
1: Well, not surprising, but it just one more evidence that we're at a place in history where we define between conservative Christian and Christian. Christian just uh, Christian in a former time meant biblical Christianity. Someone who was a follower of Christ, who held to biblical tenets, the teachings of Christ. And now conservative Christians are you know, they're the, the fundies the fundamentalists that, that are biblical Christians and so many other quote christians unquote uh, are this philosophical kind of christians they believe in loving your neighbor and uh you know turning the other cheek and all things that jesus taught but in an isolation oh we it's it, it's not an exclusive faith jesus wasn't exclusive in any way he was all inclusive and and you know, embraced every kind of sin and behavior, and um, you know, accepted everyone and approved of everything. Um, whereas, you know, when they look at biblical Christianity as being Phariseeism, you know, being Pharisaical, you know, the Pharisees uh, condemned Yeshua, Jesus, for hanging out with tax collectors and sinners. Right. But he didn't. He didn't partake in their sin. Uh, they came to him, uh, you know, looking for answers, looking, looking to know God, and looking for something different. And you know, and he met them where they were, where, where they were at, not in what they were doing. Um. Anyway. But that's, I just see that in this article, you know, Pence, well, he's a nice guy, but he's also fanatical, you know, I have problems with the conservative Christian beliefs. And, and that's just where we are today. And when I, when I speak to teenagers, you know, I tell them that I classify the world's religions into two classes at the the top, you know, the hierarchy, there's biblical Christianity and everything else. They said I have to, you know, unfortunately I have to say biblical Christianity, because there are so many things out there, so many congregations and movements that call themselves Christian and Christianity that aren't that are not biblical. And True. I think I think you know, just as time goes on, there's going to be a more of a, more of a divide. Uh, uh marketed marketed delineation between biblical Christianity and everything else.
0: Oh, definitely. You know, I got this uh email today. I'm not gonna say who it's from because I don't want you guys to even go look at this because it's deviant. But what I will tell you is I sh- I'm surprised I got this email sent to me. This this is from a um uh Movie company. It's a, I'll just say that. Um, It's a video on demand movie about homosexuality. Um, The guy that produced it wrote, uh, who did a, he did a um, video called um, Before Stonewall and After Stonewall. And basically what it does is it looks at the erotic history, poetry, and visual art uh, from. Uh, homosexuality and basically the the um, point of this this movie that they're sending me here so that I can promote it somehow, which is why I'm not telling you about it because I'm telling you, but I'm not telling you, but I'm telling you this is the type of garbage I get. So what this press release with this movie about homosexuality in art, they're actually claiming that all this Victorian art and all this other stuff was promoting lesbianism, homosexuality, and it's now up to them to make sure that they're bringing all this stuff to the forefront because heterosexuals have oppressed homosexuals throughout, you know, all eternity. In fact, interestingly, in the actual trailer to this, they actually use the word sodomite, and one of the homosexuals in there that's talking about it laughingly says, yes, they called us sodomites back then, (laughs) ha ha ha, you know, and... (laughs) I just, you know, I just looked at that and thought, interesting, that that this agenda, because it is a an agenda, it made me laugh on the one hand because it's like, yes, we we know that homosexuality has been around forever, you know, um, but it used to be that I got something in my eye that. It used to be that people would look at sodomy and they would look at the behavior of homosexuality and they would they would be appalled by it because it is appalling. It's 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 deviant. It's not, it's unnatural behavior. Uh, in fact, there's a a guy, uh, an ex homosexual, who wrote very candidly recently about how when he was in the lifestyle, he actually wrote about how. Um, the homosexual sex is so horrific you know that it's no wonder nobody talks about it because it is horrific right i mean think about it, it is it's cuz think about it okay i don't want you to think about that but think about this the purpose of coupling i'll use that word okay god created sex okay God created man and woman to go together on purpose for mutual pleasure. Okay? Humans are the only people that copulate face-to-face when it's done correctly. Animals don't. Animals, they don't. Okay? So, just saying, you know.
1: (laughs) And it's... it's Life affirming. If there's anything that's right a- about the the dignity of humanity, it is you know human reproduction, um, you know heterosexual intimacy. If the other is, as Mister B uh, implying that he was created as homosexual, okay. If it's by birth, if it's if it's genetic, from which parent? did he he inherit it which which one of his parents was gay well wait a second well they they well, weren't practicing homosexuals I, well, anyway I can
0: say that they would they may be closeted bisexuals so anyway anyway so um, yeah the the point is you guys already know the point alright the point and I'm just telling you that as a Christian broadcaster it surprised me I got that press release today just saying you know, I I have, right. not, I have not actually put myself on any secular press list. I, get, I keep getting put on them, and it's like, how do I end up on this? I mean, seriously. <laughs> okay, whatever. I guess when you've been doing this 15 years, you just get your name passed around. But I want to uh, take a minute to thank all of you for tuning into our show. Let you know Randall and I appreciate it. Randall had a good birthday on Saturday. It was nice. I want to thank all of you for um, uh, supporting us and for your donations. I know last week I shared names of people. I want want to throw Melanie in there. Melanie gave us a donation over the weekend. And so, Melanie, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, Thank you for supporting us. You know, you guys can do that. BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give right there. And um, just want to say that, uh, you know, we do appreciate it. We really do. I can't thank you enough, honestly. It would be awkward. I'd be like, "I thank you, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> anyway, I think you know, okay? Uh, also, we want to say thank you to Ariel Ministries because they sponsor our show. And um, Camp Shoshana is coming up soon. I know it, it, it's only a month or so away, almost a month and a half. So if you can make it up there or you know somebody who maybe can go up there, make sure that they go to Ariel.org and then uh, they can register. Click through to Camp Shoshana on that website over there. And don't forget, you can also get the book, The Feasts and Fasts of Israel. I just got another copy sent to me today uh, of Israel, their historical and prophetic significance. Yes, you, I actually have another copy right here. Is this it? Yeah, it is. Right here. This is it. You can save 20% on this book when you use the coupon code Bible News, people. Look how good Bearface is at doing that, man. I tell you what, he makes this show look so good when he does stuff. Um, so yeah, get this book, add it to your library, and learn about your faith, okay? And don't forget, we also have, uh, you know, you can use the coupon code on anything, on, on MP3s, on other books, on DVD sets, it's all there. Just go, go, go graduation shopping or, you know, Father's Day shopping or, you know, something, you know. Think of all those big holidays and then just get something biblical as a gift. Um, So, all right. And then, let's see here. Um, Also, Legal Shield. I got to tell you guys something. I discovered this over the weekend, and I wanted to bring this to your attention in case you didn't know this. Um, uh, There is a broadcaster named Kim Commando. Don't know if you've ever heard of her or not. Yep. Have you? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, she just actually published an article over on her website, (laughs) commando.com. And that's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. And listen to this. It's titled, Which Identity Protection Service is Best? We Compare the the Five Top Brands. And this was so cool. I'm going to read it. It says here, Let's be honest. Identity theft is a big problem and quickly becoming a growing concern for both adults and children. Now that our personal information is published and stored on the web for all to see. It's easy to understand why it seems like there's a data breach happening every single day. You need to be protected against identity theft because no one wants to have to go through getting their identity stolen and all it takes to get it restored. By the way, there were 147 data breaches last month in April, just so you know, nearly 20 million Americans fell victim to some form of identity theft over the last two years. This was due largely in part to a lack of vigilance and protection both for themselves and their family. Thankfully, there are services that shield individuals' families from just these kind of threats. Of course, the field is crowded when it comes to comparing identity protection services, so we chose to compare five heavy hitters in the industry for your consideration. We based our choices on certain criteria such as features, credibility, price, and family protection plans. And the number one person... That Kim Commando and her her uh, her uh, employees and staff chose was ID Shield, you guys. When I read that, I was like, yeah, that rocks because that's what I sell, ID Shield. Listen to this. It says, Commando, staff, choice, ID Shield. When it comes to identity protection and restoration, ID Shield provides the most comprehensive service on the market, especially for couples and families. The company monitors your life from every possible angle, from your social security number, credit cards, bank accounts, investments, email address, phone numbers, even to your social media. The shield of protection extends to the dark web as well. An individual plan with ID Shield starts at $12.95 per month, which is actually true if you buy it through IDShield.com. It's not true if you buy it through me. Associates, they get it. Less expensive if you if you buy it through me, it's only nine ninety five a month. But if you're looking to protect yourself and your loved ones, we recommend ID Shield's Family Plan. The Family Protection Plan covers you, your spouse, and partner up to ten dependent children for just twenty five ninety five per month. I think it's only eight dependent children. It might be ten, um, and it's actually twenty four ninety five a month. Just so you know, which is by far the best price compared to its numerous competitors. No matter which plan you have, ID Shield includes an unlimited free consultation, 24-7 live customer support, monthly credit reports, dark web scanning, and it says here a $1 million insurance policy, but actually we, we offer a $5 million guarantee, service guarantee. Then they go on to mention LifeLock. They also mention um, Identity Guard and costco protection and i was actually just talking to somebody a little couple hours ago who is going to become a legal shield associate uh, and they were telling me that they have costco protection and they got their identity stolen so now they're coming to our side just so you know anyway so here's the deal loj 2019 bitly forward slash loj 2019 or get get to me directly here's the thing you guys there is a new incentive trip that i would like to go on It's to Disney World. Yeah, it is. Now, wouldn't it be great if I got to go to Disney World? (laughs) Uh, So the incentive trip runs from from May through September. And uh, actually, the truth is, I really need to sell one more. Well, actually, two more memberships this month in order to performance club qualify, which means I could get my bonus, right? So that means if you haven't signed up yet, and you want to help us then that would rock because next month will be my one year anniversary and um it's so it's so 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 important so here's what i'm asking and i'm going to ask if you've been putting it off or if you know somebody that needs identity theft protection or our legal shield which is really everybody if you think about it then please get in touch with me okay please because uh yeah because this is super important i mean You guys have no idea, but it is, it really is. And I'm so close, you know, and so many of you are already members. So here's the thing, refer somebody to me. If you don't know how to talk to your friend or loved one about it, like call me up say, hey, I have a good friend, blah, blah, blah. And you know, can I do a three-way call with you? Or would you mind calling them and talking to them and talking to them about the service? I'm more than happy to talk to them. I am because I believe in this product. That's why people buy it from me. Cause I really do believe in it and I see the value in it just so you know, it's a huge value. I, me alone, me and Randall have saved 600 bucks just this past year alone. It's probably more than that actually, but I can document 600 for sure. Um, and all that. So it is a great service. You're going to use it. You know, if you remember to those of you who are my members, you, I remind you often remember to use your membership. Um, you got to get your will done. Or updated. So if you've moved from one state to another, you haven't updated your will, guess what? You can do it. Get it updated. Now's the time, people. Um, But really, getting your identity theft protection, getting all that stuff monitored. You know, I'm just saying that $9.95 a month is nothing. And we provide an awesome service. And I will tell you something. This, just this weekend alone, I had... Two places email me claiming that I had asked for my password to be changed. Facebook was one of them and Pandora was the other one. And I looked at both of those and I'm like, I'm glad I'm an ID Shield member because I know my stuff's being monitored and I know somebody's trying to hack me right now. You know, so I'm just saying, you know, you're not immune to it. Uh, So be proactive. And as Christians, this is the thing I really want to say as a Christian, be as wise as the serpent people and as innocent as a dove. Be smart and protect yourself before you need before something bad happens. (laughs) Okay, because I can tell you something. I've, I've signed up about 50 people collectively. And what I can tell you is there's a good percentage of those people who had their identity stolen. And I've heard their stories, which is why I'm vigilant about trying to get you guys covered who aren't yet. Okay? All right. That's it. That's the pitch for that. (sighs) Okay. Now, today happens to be National Rescue Dog Day, in case you didn't know that. Um, And then I got one other story, but I love dogs. And Randall and I, we have adopted four dogs in our marriage, in the time that we've been married. Um, We had Luke and Liberty and then we have Grover and Tuggy Bear who is also known as the face of evil and who also last night when we came home had uh, I was like we came home after church and there was nobody at the door waiting to greet us <laughs> I was like both dogs weren't in the door waiting for us cuz they're you know we have a window right there they can look out and I'm like where are my dogs at so I rang the doorbell and instantly Grover's jump, jumping up rawr, 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 and Tug was nowhere to be found. And I'm like, I told Randall, right even before I walked in, I said, I think somebody got in the trash. Yeah, I do. And sure enough, the kitchen trash can was knocked over. And, uh, yeah, there they are. And um, my rib bones that I had taken for my dinner with Randall, I had some ribs left over. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, four little bones were strewed throughout the carpet at our house. And tug right there, that is the face of evil. He is the guiltiest one. He's guilty as charged. Luke, Luke and Liberty, they were angel dogs. They they never did anything wrong. I mean, ever. And they were rescues. And then, of course, Grover, he's my angel. Yeah, he is. He's patriotic. He's super cute, as you all can see. Right, Bareface? Yep. He is the... He is, right, Grover won Randall over. Okay, so... I love Luke. He's my big moose. There's Liberty. That was Randall's dog. She was a good dog. <clears throat> Why don't you speak well of your animals, Randall?
1: <coughs> well, I, I actually did... Uh... Whoops. Didn't mean to move that back. Let's put it back over there. This is actually a an Instagram post from August of 2015. Uh, which I posted on this National Dog Day. Apparently, August 26th is National Dog Day. But on this National Dog Day, I post this small tribute to my wonderful dog's past, Luke and Liberty, from 1999 to 2013, and <laughs> present, Grover and Tug.
0: and Face of evil. <laughs> he is a face of evil. Look at that. A
1: handsome champion. He's a
0: face of evil. That dog is... Always getting in trouble. Yeah. But look at Grover. He is the cute one. He's sweet and innocent. He never does anything wrong. Mm, yeah. but Look at that face. I mean, admit it. Grover is cuter. He's, he's cuter. And oh, yeah. look at those big, sweet eyes of Luke. The big moose that he was. Mm-hmm. So you can see Luke and Grover, they were my dogs. Mm-hmm. Slightly favored. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, so... Um... Uh. Yeah, all of them rescues from although Grover didn't come from a rescue organization. Nope. Uh he we are his third owners and so um we got a hand me down dog yep. who got along well with our other dogs, Luke and Liberty that we had at the time and And so, our cat too. And a cat, so it was a trial basis. Hey, you want another dog? You've got two <laughs> How about a third. And it's like, well,
0: sure, why not?
1: Drop him off and then we'll, you know, keep him for a week and if it goes so well, if it goes all right, we'll keep him.
0: It went great. Me I and did. Grover, we like bonded. And mm-hmm. it was right after my mom, um, well, no. We got we had we got Luke after well, we had Luke when my mom died, but oh. it was after I had a hysterectomy and I was just grief-stricken. Like this unexplainable so he's down here actually laying on his toy that he's all ripped up. He's but, he's, uh, he's laying on top of it actually like like he's. <laughs>
1: let's to just boil it down to.
0: He's so cute. Like,
1: to adopt, don't shop. Adopt. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. See, the,
0: see what a mess that is. Wait, yeah. Where is Grover at? Oh wait, that's my desk. <laughs> Never mind. Forget it. Forget it, won't, it. It won't reach.
1: No, it won't. You... Why don't we go back? There we go. That'll work.
0: (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, our desk is slightly messy, people. It's because I'm a messy person.
1: Um, why don't I do that?
0: Okay. (laughs) See my muscles? Yeah, you do. That's a pickleball muscle, people. (laughs) All right. Anyway. Ah, I shrunk. Yeah, I did. I oh, see. That's what I get for messing with stuff. But anyway, so today. Anyway,
1: so shop, don't adopt. Uh, there are plenty of dogs at your local shelter that are awesome dogs. That. Uh,
0: there are no dogs that are not, not awesome. That would
1: that would all, love a home. All dogs are good and, dogs. And I no, nope, I have no. Qualms against you know breeding dogs, selling them—that's fine. Um, but if you know if you're looking for a pet, you know as long as the shelters are full, go get them there first. Go yeah. there first, and I'm sure you'll find a dog that you will be quite fond of, and vice versa. Well, Mostly the other way around—the dog will be really fond of you. You want, you want to know what unconditional love is? Go get a dog.
0: That's right. Forget cats. They mm. Cats are like, you know. I've had a cat since I was 18 years old, so don't be bagging on me for my comments about cats, but cats are not like dogs. Dogs rock. Cats are eh. <laughs> <laughs> You're all well, why have you had a cat for all your life then? Well, because cats are... You can have a cat in an apartment. You can't have a c- dog in all apartments. So that's why we ended up with a cat first. Because, you know, we had the coolest cat, too. We had one butthead cat that was kind of like, eh. He died early. So kind of deserved that one. But kind of stubborn cat. But anyway. Okay, enough about that. <laughs> Actually, put a, put a D if you own a dog yourself. And put a C if you own a cat. I'm just curious, you know, what you guys are in our audience. And I'm going to read... This latest article, titled, Will the Supreme Court Agree That Christian Students Should Be Forced to Cite Islamic Conversion Prayer in School? Now, imagine. Okay, let's see here. We got one cat lover in the family. That's it. Cats don't not. Cats, yeah, whatever. got Um, a C
1: and D from Sean.
0: Okay, over on YouTube. All right, Green Eyes has C and D uh mia d times two yep heard her dogs are cool so you you have a cat and dog that's cool yeah we have we have two dogs and one cat and the cat wakes us up every day just so you know he will not shut up when he he's so stinking demanding but anyway all right four years ago a christian high school junior was compelled by her teacher at la plata high school in la plata maryland To recall the Islamic conversion creed, the Shahada, as part of a written assignment, as part of a written assignment. She was required to write the Islamic conversion creed, there is no God but Allah and Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. The world history course also taught that most most Muslims' faith is stronger than the average Christians.
1: (coughs) Again, this is where we make the distinction between biblical Christianity and the other non-biblical flavor.
0: My allergies are acting up. Sorry about that. Callie Wood refused to complete the assignment, believing that it is, that is it, is a sin to profess by word or in writing that there's any other God except the Christian God. They didn't edit that article. I hate that. School officials refused to let her opt out of the course. And as a result, she received a lower percentage grade for the course, but that did not affect her letter grade. The Thomas More Law Center, on behalf of the Wood family, filed a lawsuit claiming the school had violated the First Amendment Establishment Clause and the girls' right not to be forced to profess faith in another religion. Both the Federal District Court and the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled in favor of the high school's Islamic curriculum. Of course they did. Now, the TMLC, Thomas More Law Center, has appealed the case to the Supreme Court asking the High Court to decide whether any legal basis exists to allow public schools to discriminate against Christianity while at the same time promoting Islam. <laughs> <laughs> Under the guise of teaching history or social studies, public schools across America are promoting the religion of Islam in ways that would never be tolerated for Christianity or any other religion.
1: As we've seen.
0: Yep. TMLC President and Chief Counsel Richard Thompson said in a statement, I'm not aware of any school which has forced a Muslim student to write the Lord's Prayer or John 3.16, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Using a PowerPoint presentation in the class, the students at the school were also taught Islam is a peaceful religion Jihad is a personal struggle in devotion to Islam, especially involving spiritual discipline. To Muslims, Allah is the same God that is worshipped in Christianity and Judaism. Men are the managers of the affairs of women, and righteous women are therefore obedient. Wow. I don't know about you guys, but I find that, all of that, highly offensive. And a little bit of a lie in there. Just saying. (laughs) Many public schools have become a hotbed of Islamic propaganda. Thompson continued, Teaching Islam in schools has gone far beyond a basic history lesson prompted by zealous Islamic activism and emboldened by confusing court decisions. Schools are now bending over backward to promote Islam while at the same time denigrate Christianity. We are asking the Supreme Court to provide the necessary legal guidance to resolve the insidious discrimination against Christians in our public schools. He concluded... And you know, the kids are going to be taught this, right? They're going to be taught it. They're not going to be taught the truth about the history of Islam. (laughs) I teach my kids at Awana this stuff all the time. I tell them about, about Christian persecution and how lucky that they are right now to live in America where they can actually still have a Bible without being underground, Right. And many of the kids in Awana are homeschooled, so fortunately they're not getting indoctrinated. But the poor children that are, can you imagine? My gosh. I don't know. you have any thoughts on that?
1: I have multiple thoughts. I mean, one is free <laughs> to believe what they will, but it's funny, uh, sad, really. You know, the on one hand, we've got the the leftist complainers atheist complainers saying any mention of Christianity is a violation of the First Amendment right. of course the First Amendment in respect to religion again like all of the Constitution limits the powers of the federal government Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of a religion in other words government <sighs> Sorry. don't keep your hands off our religion and, and don't go and don't go uh, establishing any sort of religion. Um, and they will say that well, anything doing with the Bible, teaching history—that's an establishment of a particular religion. And but it's okay to come along and and um, you know promote Islam and whatnot. And the Thomas More Law Center actually has it right: it's a violation of the First Amendment.
0: Look at him. Isn't he cute? He's laying there with his little okay, thing. Good. He did that. He put his arms around the, around that. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: The Thomas More Law Center, yeah, if we're going to take it as the school being an establishment of religion and take it by proxy as Congress making a law, the school does something. It's like if we're, that's what we're talking about, <laughs> well, then this is actually a violation of the freedom of religion impending the freedom of religion saying that a Christian student has to uh make a statement of faith regarding this other religion, which exactly what that is, is a statement of faith. And the whole idea that the Muslim faith is stronger as um, I guess you could say maybe maybe um an emotion kind of thing. Oh, more committed, but as far as what's stronger, which have a stronger base, you know, uh, Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians 15, you know, if, if Christ is not risen, your faith is in vain. It doesn't have to do with the, the believer who holds that faith. It's that what they have faith in. And of course, biblical Christianity is, is uh, pivots on the resurrection of Messiah. And he says, if that didn't happen, then your your faith is worthless. It doesn't matter how much you believe it. Uh, what you have faith in is the important thing. Yeah. And I spent a little time in Sunday school. Well, never mind. It's, it's just about 5 o'clock. Oh, so. can you
0: show the Pickleball Faith book cover again in case somebody new came in and they didn't get to see it? Because, you know.
1: Yeah, we can do that.
0: There it is, people. There it is. Pickleball Faith coming soon. Yeah, it is. So there you go. I know. It's different. Don't worry, though. You'll get used to it. Just like you did my logo in that color pink. Yeah, you did. No, it's the...
1: here. It's purple. Get used to it.
0: No, no. Notice the uh, uh, the cross on the ball. It's very subtle. Needs to be more obvious, I think.
1: And on a on a <laughs> tiny phone screen is probably yeah, pretty much impossible to.
0: But yes, okay. Anyway, there you go. All right. Tomorrow, I have a wonderful guest. I cannot wait to talk to about his book, Navigate Your Faith. Yeah, A Christian's Field Guide to Not Getting Lost by Ron Pratt, also known as Papa Bear Alaska. Yeah, I'm going to read this book. I'm going to finish it tonight. I'm going to read this whole thing. Well, maybe not, but I I have a lot of it read. <laughs> and uh, Papa Bear Alaska is going to be my guest tomorrow. Yeah, he is. Ron is going to be here. We actually, Randall and I actually got to meet him in um, Periscope Summit a couple years ago. And, uh, you know, he, him and his wife are very devout, devout believers and cool people. They really are. Uh, so, yeah. So, join us tomorrow for the show. And remember, people, to be bold, to stand up, and to go with God because he loves you.